Hey everybody, welcome back to our uh, KCF Conversations. Uh, and today I am joined by Felicia Jepson. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, our pleasure to chat with you. Um, tell us a little about when did you start at Kitsap CrossFit? I started towards the end of the summer of 2017, about September-ish. Okay, so right around two years, mm -hmm. two years ago. Okay, awesome. So what brought you into Kitsap CrossFit? What were you looking to, what were you looking to accomplish or do? So traditional stuff that I've done was typically go to a YMCA because no one's paying attention to you and I'd get on an elliptical because uh -huh. that's you know, no one, no one's talking to you, no one's bothering with you, and I'd probably get on for about an hour, and then once in a while, if I was feeling feisty, I'd increase the resistance a little <laughs> bit, stay there for about an hour, sweat, and then go home feeling satisfied with myself. That was super comfortable for me. Okay. Um, and that's what, and then aside from that, walking a lot at work. At back then, I was working four ten-hour shifts in Seattle, and I had fourteen-hour days. Oh, okay. So I would typically. Almost two miles just walking to and from work, and that's up in Seattle. That's that was quite a bit, and then running around in clinic all day. So that was really the extension of, of my work, my working out. Okay, um, so I remember when you first came in for your introduction. Mm -hmm. I remember sitting down and chatting with you, and I remember something very distinct that you said to me. I don't like being told what to do. Mm -hmm. I don't like for people to tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. So you were you you willingly did you willingly went from a scenario at the YMCA where literally no one told you what to do. You got on the treadmill or the elliptical and you did your own thing. When you came here, did you know that the way our program ran was you have someone telling you what to do? Yep. Okay. What was the what was the trigger for you? What what made you go seek something that you knew was going to take you way outside of your comfort zone? Cuz left to my own Left to my own will, I wasn't going to do what I knew I needed to do. Okay. Um, I knew that someone was going to have to tell me what to do, and then I would have to do it or a variation of it to reach a goal. So it's kind of a suck it up buttercup moment. Got it. Okay. So in the two years that you've been here, have you gotten better about having people tell you what to do when it comes to fitness? When it comes to fitness. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Outside yeah. of here, whatever. But. Yeah, I know. But when it comes to fitness, when it comes to someone saying, hey, we want you to do this. We want you to try it this way or add more weight or something mm -hmm. like that. That's okay? I just go, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that's exactly the attitude that, that leads to success here, right? When someone can just be open and say, that's not how I would do it or I would prefer to do it my own way, but I'll be open to what you're suggesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in the two years that you've been coming, what have you noticed? What's changed? There's been a lot that's changed, more so in, I think, this last year yes. than in my first year. Okay. Um, my first year, I was just kind of coming here a lot and trying to do what I could do. And then that was really the only time I actually really thought about my fitness. I still wasn't, frankly, caring about my diet. And I wasn't really caring about, like, the other side of everything that makes you successful. Uh-huh. And then I ended up hurting myself in just not caring a whole lot, and it was a real, it was a big pride check, if okay. you will. Um, and I think, you know, and as I was trying to still come here as much as I could, um, 
you know, I had, I had noticed I was still, I had like put on a little bit of weight and I was just like, well, I'm not able to work out as much as I would like. I really need to pay attention. So back early this year, about late February, I was like, well, I'm going to try, I'm going to try, you know, it's the rage this year that, you know, keto. Right. So for a while, it was a really slow transition. I did kind of, you know, dirty keto and slowly transitioned to actually really caring about it more. And then actually I'm, and I'm still not strict keto, but I really, during the week, I really focus on like the fruits, veggies, protein. I stay away from really heavy carbs during Mm -hmm. the week. And I don't want to say I go crazy on the weekend, but I allow myself you to have the yeah, yeah, just because if I don't, I feel like I'll knowing myself, I'll go, I'll go on a binge and just fall off okay. thing. And actually, this year I started out the year weighing 168 pounds, and I only weigh myself on the first of the month because I try not to live by the scale, and I'm down to 152. Okay, with that, and then being able to almost be almost about probably about 90 percent. Right. Physical activity wise here. Good. So and you that's know that's definitely a big that's been a big thing for me. Definitely. And we've definitely noticed a difference from a performance side of things. Right? I I remember when you first started, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, lifting weight was a struggle for you. Like you really had to fight to lift weights. I remember um, my first throwdown being a mm-hmm. big one for you, right? Yes. And uh, some of the weights during my first throwdown were really challenging for you. Mm-hmm. That didn't stop you from fighting for every possible rep you could get, mm-hmm. but I remember those weights being challenging for you. Yep. And um, what triggered me to want to interview you today was what happened in the first uh, open workout two weeks ago, right? So mm-hmm. what, what happened there? Um, I wasn't going to do it. We had already done it this year, yep. and I felt like... You know, I did it once this year. I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm good with, with that. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't like the whole competition. Like, here's a leaderboard and right. here's all that. I don't. It's not my thing. And so, but I was like, well, I'm still. I'm like, who wouldn't want to watch Cade? You know, be all out of breath and you know. And I saw it and I was like, what? I wonder what the weight is on that. And all we have to do is just ground overhead. Either way. So, I was like, 65 pounds. I know I've done it in power hour. I yeah. can't remember how much I did, but I know I've done that weight. And I was like, well, if I was planning on doing the workouts anyway, I might as well just do it. Right. So I did it. And then I ended up, I was like, well, I could work on the snatch part during it and do clean jerk, but then I would have to do it scaled. And I didn't want to do that. I knew with the with doing clean and jerks the whole time, I could do it RX. And my fear of hopefully not tripping and falling over <laughs> jumping in over the barbell and I was like you know what I don't care how much I get I don't I just I want I want to right and so I just said you know what just did it just do it yep and so, so you did an open workout as prescribed mm-hmm. RX mm-hmm. right I mean one. you did the exact same workout that Tia Claire Toomey did mm-hmm. the CrossFit Games champion right mm-hmm. how many reps did you get of that of the ground to overhead, do you remember? I did 40. So I got through, what is it, two rounds yep. plus plus four or something? Nice. Something. That's amazing. And I so, was hoping. I, I I just wanted to do whatever I could. Yeah. So. And, I, and again, we go back to like my first throwdown. And I think about that weight of 65 pounds. And I remember that load being a big struggle for you. We, I think we had a ground to overhead type of movement. It was 
thrusters. thrusters. That's what it was. It was thrusters. And at I remember 55. at 55 pounds. And I distinctly remember, I can even remember where you were in the gym, like where you were placed in the gym, like watching you do that movement. And it was a real challenge for you to get mm-hmm. that weight all the way over your head. Mm-hmm. And now you can do it 40 times. Mm-hmm. You can do actually even more weight than that mm-hmm. 40 times. Like that's, that's incredible growth. That's awesome. It was that my first start on that was a, that was a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. right? It's supposed to be a challenge. It's supposed to be a challenge. Yes. Yeah. So that open workout where you did uh, 40 reps at 65 pounds, would, mm-hmm. that, would that qualify as like one of your bright spots? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What are you, uh, what are you looking forward to tr- testing out now? Now that you, you're like, wow, I can do this, what, what's, what's next on the list for you to try to test out something that's been hard for you or something that maybe you've been intimidated by and didn't want to try? But what are you looking at trying to conquer now? Well, there's, I mean, you know, we're, we're all constantly a work in progress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't really know if I have a set. I mean, I always have things I want to do, like, one of my big things, my biggest fear, just because I, I, I did it once, it hurt. I hate, well, I don't want to hate. I hate <laughs> it. I'm terrified of box jumps. Okay, yep. They just, I, and I know I've done, I, I've done like a 12-inch box with a plate on it. I right. know I've done it, and I physically know I can do it. But I look at it, and I, it's like I have cement in the yes. feet. So that one's a for me up here okay so, so something to work on we're gonna get you onto a little bit mm-hmm. higher mm-hmm. box jump mm-hmm. okay awesome and I'd like to try to break my one rep max of a 205 deadlift I'd, okay I haven't been able to do that for a while because my back and that's a lot of okay. pressure on my back right um so but that's those two things are kind of my my short-term short-term things everything else I just feel will come with time and I'm okay with that yeah absolutely so you know there are a lot of people that uh, that don't do CrossFit that see CrossFit online whether it's the CrossFit games or they see videos on YouTube and you know I mean they see people doing just absurd things you know like lifting incredible amounts of weight Mm -hmm. and they watch those videos and they go well I can't do that what would you say to someone like that um I would tell them you don't know unless you try. And even if you can't do that yet, if you keep trying and you work up to it, you're eventually going to get there or at least to a place that you're happy with. Right. You know, not everyone is, no, I'm, you know, that, I mean, there's tons of women in here who I'm, you know, like, oh, in a perfect world, I would totally, you know, I'd be, I'd be a, a runner like Janae, right. you know, or I'd be a, you know, a, a titan like carol <laughs> but i think at the end of the day like as long as you try and because the relationship with yourself is the most important one you're ever going to have and if you can go home at the end of the day knowing i didn't do that but i did that and i tried or i was close then why not yeah just give it a try that's awesome that's awesome well thank you for joining us today uh, i look forward to seeing your continued progress in the gym. Uh, Keep up all the hard work. Will do. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. Nice work. Thank you. Awesome.